Hello. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> oh my god, it's so we exciting. Have ret- we have returned. Okay, hold on. Hold on. What is going on? Hold on. Okay, I tried to hook up my AirPods and it did not work. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right, I'm here. Okay. Do you do you have your do not disturb on? I do. I oh remembered that this time. Success. <laughs> she did it before we recorded. I know. I'm proud of myself. Um, <laughs> can you hear my fan in the background or no? I can't. Okay, that's good. Just making sure. <laughs> so, the only updates, exciting news we have is Emma has officially moved. Yeah, and that's why I haven't been able to record because, mm-hmm. oh my, Lanta, I moved to Florida Down last the world week. of gators. Yes, I am in Gatorland now, and I've only lived here for six days now. and oh man yeah life has been absolutely nuts but I'm excited (laughs) nuts how oh just so much to do like between like the drive from Colorado to Florida is one day and three hours long and so and I was taking my truck with a U-Haul which driving across the country with a U-Haul is just really stressful (laughs) Mm mm-hmm um, and so that happened, and oh my gosh, I've had so much schoolwork to catch up on, and I had to like rush to unpack because like these guys are working on the house down here, and oh my, it's just it's been a lot. <laughs> well, and you said we were driving. Was that you and your mom? Um, no. <laughs> oh my god, are you are you are you going to make podcast news right now? No. <laughs> Who the frick moved with you? <laughs> no um yeah no you you should probably cut this on the podcast oh my god is that a thing can you edit the podcast i mean technically i can yes but okay that takes a lot of learning <laughs> i i should tell you off the podcast okay all right fine text me <laughs> after huh you have to text me after yes yes i will i, will. Uh, I mean <laughs> i swear <laughs> I swear for God. <laughs> I swear. No, yeah, it's been good. Um, and also with Halloween right around the corner, it's been stressful yes. because I wanted to go to Halloween Horror Nights one more time before it's over. So I tried to do that too. And then, oh my gosh, that just kicked my butt because now I'm, oh man, it made me sick for like four days straight. I'm just a mess. It's fine. Okay. I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> huh? That's just, that's for something like that oops sorry painting just dumped on my bed um get away from here for it to like where you at to where you're sick for four days that's ridiculous that's crazy i know i just yeah i mean you know about my fibromyalgia right yes yeah it's literally like if i do anything that's even somewhat um um what's what's the word i'm looking for it um um, it requires a lot of energy and like a lot of activity, like walking strenuous, around all day. Strenuous, strenuous, strenuous activity. Yes, if it involves a lot of that, plus not getting enough sleep and like staying out late at night, then I will be sick for the next three to four days, like no doubt. And it's like absolute hell. It's terrible. So no sex. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, <Zero. Andy>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough, it's a rough life, but it's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, it's fine. I'm on a dry spell of like almost three years, so it's fine. Three years? Pretty much. Jeez, Louises. Meh. It's fine. <laughs> I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> Where's Jason Momoa when you need him? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> okay, so anyway, this week we have a very exciting podcast episode. Um, did you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I don't know. What do you What do you think? I think we should have you go first and then I can tie mine in to yours. Okay. So, Emma's oh. going to go first. She is covering the movie It. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ah. Yes, yes, yes. All right. All right. Let's go. So, let's all join the Losers Club, shall we? Yeah. I've been yes. part of that my entire life. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Um, all right. So, Pennywise is one of the most iconic and interesting characters in the horror world and forever will be. Hands mm-hmm. down. Um, it was initially released as a novel by famous horror author Stephen King in 1986, and it was first made into a TV miniseries in 1990 with Tim Tim Curry in the role of Pennywise. Never gonna love Tim Curry. (laughs) I don't like him. I liked him in Clue, and that's about it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Well, you didn't like Rocky Horror Picture Show anyway. You freaking she scarred (laughs) me with that movie, guys. Damn it, Janet. My God, that is the worst movie ever oh my God. created. No, it is not. <laughs> there are a ton of people, especially Sarah, if she listens to this episode, that will be pissed at you. <laughs> I think it's like a generational thing. Like, I think like 80s kids, like that was, that's their thing. I'm glad you worded that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> when the old people know. <laughs> I mean, I am old. <laughs> I think that was more of like an 80s kid type movie because like oh man it's just so far out there to like kids these days you know <laughs> I guess like though it's coming back around if you watch TikTok there's a bunch of people ranting and raving about it and they're the younger generation what what really What's your generation, Gen Z? Um, okay, I'm actually I'm a Zennial because I'm in between millennials and Gen Z. So I'm like a Zennial, but yeah, Gen Z is like the newer one. Yeah. They're getting kind of sorta of into it. Also, I'm an elder millennial, so that's great. An elder millennial? Yeah. That sounds like some World of Warcraft type shit. I, <laughs> I am an elder millennial. <laughs> you better respect your elder. <laughs> anyway. Off topic. Back hey. into it. Back into it. Let's go. <laughs> so for this episode, I will be discussing the two newer film adaptations. I will not be mm-hmm. discussing mm-hmm. the novel or the Tim Curry miniseries. All right. So released in 2017 by director Andy Muschietti, I think. Mm-hmm. It centers around a group of children living in the small town of Derry. One of the boys in the group named Bill sends his little brother Georgie out to play with a newspaper boat he had made for him in the rain. After the boat falls into a storm drain, Georgie leans into it to discover that Pennywise, a creepy-ass clown, is waiting for him with the boat in hand. Hiya, Georgie! (laughs) Yes! This is the infamous hiya, Georgie scene. (laughs) 
with the yellow raincoat that pretty much everyone can recognize. Yep. Um, Pennywise lures Georgie closer and ends up biting his arm off. <laughs> yep. Eventually abducting the boy all together. All right. So let's meet the entire Losers Club. So you have Bill, Richie, Beverly, Ben, Mike, Eddie, and Stanley, or Stan for short. Mm-hmm. They're... Huh? So fucking Stanley. <laughs> Stan. <laughs> um, they are a group of kids who bond simply because each one of them is an outcast in some type of way, and most of them get bullied as well for these shortcomings. So Bill has a stutter. Richie has a big mouth. He never shuts up, but he's hilarious. <laughs> um, Beverly is billed for, or <laughs> Beverly is bullied for apparently being promiscuous, or at least as promiscu- promiscuous as a young girl can get apparently um ben is overweight mike is the only black kid in town (laughs) (laughs) eddie has a quote unquote medical issues and stan is weak he's he's just weak poor stan (laughs) 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 um so we follow each of them and see a day in the life of these kids which is anything but easy between the multiple different bullies beverly's abusive and insane creep of a father bill's missing brother Mike's trauma of watching his parents burn alive, and Eddie's weirdly overprotective mother. These poor kids could definitely use a vacation. <laughs> God, Eddie and his mom. <sighs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, after the kids piece together the fact that the number of child disappearances in the town of Derry dramatically spikes every 27 years, they set out to combat this issue and find Georgie. They also figure out that when these disappearances happen, the violence in the town also increases, giving evidence of some sort of dark energy or influence over the people. So, let's talk about the clown. Yeah. Pennywise first presents himself to each child separately, taking the form of their worst fears. Which is creepy in itself. It's so terrifying. Like, okay, say Pennywise was to attack you or come at you. What would he present himself as? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um what a hippo. A what? A hippo. Those things are fucking terrifying. <laughs> I'm terrified of hippos. They're like massive and they can swim aggressively fast and their yeah. bite is fucking like phenomenal. They're, yeah. They're scary. And aren't they more deadly than like sharks or something like that? Yes. They're one of the most they're they're uh whatchamacallit, what the hell am I trying to think of? They're uh the reason behind most human interaction killings or whatever you all like know wild animal killings yeah you all know what i'm trying to talk about yeah yeah freak that what's <laughs> so funny yep. why is the hippo <laughs> the hippo oh god what would he present himself to you as either a shark because i don't know i've always been afraid of sharks since i was little or like an immense amount of bugs <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I fucking hate bugs. (laughs) Yeah, gross. Nice, baby. Gross. So, he is often seen with his infamous red balloon or or multiple red balloons as well. And I'm pretty sure when the first, around the time when the first movie was coming out, people were, like, tying red balloons to, like, sewer grates to, like, freak everybody out. (laughs) Yep. Yep, and there were people that were doing it in movie theaters, too. Ah, that's awesome though that is such a like creative way to promote a movie like that's mm-hmm. amazing i love it <laughs> oh yeah 
Um, he has to feed off of humans, but he definitely prefers consuming children versus adults. Which, did they ever go over why? Um, yeah, so I'm touching on that now. So it was actually, (laughs) it is actually said by Pennywise that people taste better when they are scared or in fear, which is why he targets children because they are easier to scare. Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, kids have bigger imaginations. So like the things that they see, they'll believe. True. Yeah. I I always thought it was because they were squishier. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) all right so after a failed first attempt at confronting pennywise the kids decide to ignore the problem that is until beverly gets kidnapped by pennywise and this is um just to reiterate this is like a very vague like overshadowing of the entire film itself there's so much that happens like so much so there's way much more that happens in the books too but yeah. Oh, yeah. So are, mm, are you going to go over inter- interesting facts about the book itself or just the movies? Just the movies. I did okay. not look into the book. Okay. Well, side note, basically, there's a massive orgy between the kids in the book. I freaking heard that and I thought yeah. people were lying to me. No, it's true. That's why they didn't put it in the movie because they didn't want to promote child pornography. What? So they left out the, uh, it's when they're all swimming in the lake. <sighs> yeah. That's they all end up terrifying. like doing it with each other it's it's interesting i'll tell you that much that's terrifying <laughs> ew ew <laughs> that's more terrifying than the movie yeah. yeah so there you go fun fact uh, <laughs> i know all the useless crap like that <laughs> oh my god yeah no <laughs> all right so um yeah so beverly gets kidnapped by pennywise um and another news the asshole of a town bully, Henry Bowers, mm. is under Pennywise's dark influence and decides to murder his father before going to help Pennywise attack the Losers Club in their pursuit of Beverly. Yeah. The kids are able to seemingly kill Henry, but they think they killed Henry. And they subdue Pennywise in a final sewer battle, and they make a blood pact with each other that if the clown ever comes back, they would return and kill him again. Yup. Yup. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard to go into detail like of the movie because there's so much that happens like i would literally be sitting here for two hours explaining it when you guys could just literally watch the movie (laughs) cinematically it's it's a pretty cool movie it's amazing yeah i love it Mm -hmm. um okay so then in 2019 it chapter two was released taking place 27 years later when the kids are all grown up Mike is the only one who did not move out of the town, and he calls upon the Losers Club once again to deliver the news that more disappearances are happening, and it is time to fulfill their oath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of the adults have successful professional lives, but some are struggling, such as Beverly, who is married to an extremely abusive man, and Eddie, who is married to a woman who reflects his mother's overbearing behaviors. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, because, like, psychologically you're more drawn to people that remind you of your mom or dad based on what gender you're attracted to you know but also when they left town everybody that did leave town they forgot yes they're like memories of what yeah. happened as kids were erased sorry Peyton, i'm itching herself <laughs> would you cease and desist ma'am you have done this three times <laughs> yeah she just wants to make an appearance <laughs> there she is <laughs> Um, yes, yeah. so um, not all of the adults reunite, though. 
Stan, who is overwhelmed by Mike's mm-hmm. call about having to face Pennywise again, slits his own wrists in the bathtub and dies to avoid this confrontation. And he leaves a recording for the Losers Club saying that he knew he wouldn't have the strength to confront Pennywise again. Yeah. Yes. I hear the train in the background. <laughs> All of my doors and windows are closed, so I don't know what to tell you. I live down the street from a train track. That so is, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it turns out that Henry Bauer, the town bully who killed his father, survived the sewer and has been spending the last 27 years in prison when Pennywise breaks him out of jail and sends him to kill the Losers Club. Wasn't he in a mental hospital, not prison? <sighs> I don't remember. One of them was in a mental hospital. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He was in a mental hospital because they, he ended up seeing the friend with the mullet that died with, or that they thought died with him. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I forgot about that. Yep. yep. You're right. Yes. There are so many like little details to both of these movies that you just forget. Like I was, before we did um, this podcast, I was watching a YouTube video with um, the cast from the first movie and the second movie. So it was the kids alongside their adult um Mm -hmm. actors as well and they were like explaining the most important things that happened in the first and second movies and they talked about some things that i don't even remember oh is that the thing you sent me on snapchat yeah okay yeah i haven't had a chance to watch it yet yeah there were a couple of things that i was like what i don't even remember that happening like there is so much and so much detail that goes into these films it's crazy well they're super long movies aren't they yeah i think they're like two hours or something (laughs) something like that yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Henry Bauer attacks a couple of, of the Losers Club, but is eventually killed by Richie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Losers figure out that the only way to defeat Pennywise is by completing the ancient ritual of Chud, a, quote, <laughs> psychic battle of wills fought on the astral plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they attempt this ritual and it proves to be ineffective. And it is revealed that Mike actually knew that it wouldn't work because the Native Americans who invented it were also unable to make it work. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Um, In the end, they figure out how to destroy Pennywise for good by shrinking him down like they did in the first film and destroying his heart this time. Eddie is the only casualty of the final battle. Yeah, poor Eddie. Poor Eddie. He was my favorite, (laughs) man. Him and uh, the... Was it Richie? Yeah, Richie. Yeah, both of them together were, like, an iconic duo, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about them later, like, in the fun facts. They are the funniest kids I have ever seen. Like, they are just freaking hysterical. I could listen to them go back and forth all day. (laughs) Yep. They're so funny. Um, So that is the summary of the two films. And I just want to add that I absolutely love Bill Skarsgård, the guy who played Pennywise this time. Him actually... All the brothers, the Skarsgård brothers. Oh. Yes, they're so oh. like they're would, so unique. I would give up my life. <laughs> I would. Give I up mean, my especially life. Alexander. But if I had to take Bill, I would take Bill too. <laughs> Gustav, he's okay. He's a little Gustav since he played Floki in the Vikings show. I, he's a little little squirrely to me. I haven't. I haven't seen that. I need. Oh to. my god! You'll have to. Yeah, you have to watch it because his. He plays Floki like perfectly, but it's just okay. weird squirrely. It's um yeah. It's squirrely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely have to watch that. I just yeah, I love those brothers. They're so unique. What country are they from? Sweden. 
They are from Sweden? They are from Sweden, yeah. Okay, that is what I thought. I didn't yeah. want to be incorrect, though. <laughs> they are first Swedish. That's why I They're awesome. <clears throat> um, okay, so, yeah, like we touched on earlier, I think that a killer that can literally morph himself into your biggest fear is the most epic thing in horror movie history. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you, you just can't beat it. You just can't. Like, when you have, like, serial killers like jason or michael like yeah they're scary but like a killer that can morph himself into your biggest fear like that is like on another level the adaptability is what's scarier yes exactly (laughs) these films are obviously very unrealistic and take away that realism scare factor because of this but it's really fun and i enjoy them either way oh yeah um there is like a heavy use of like cgi but i mean i i still think it's awesome (laughs) oh yeah it's definitely (laughs) Yes. Um, the truly scary aspect of the two films were poor Beverly and her track record of domestic abuse. Like, yeah. it, it's like this continuing cycle, like with her father and then with her husband as she grows up, like she just can't get away from that cycle of abuse. And that was like the most terrifying thing to me personally, because mm-hmm. that's like real life, you know, mm-hmm. till she gets with the fat kid. Yeah. <laughs> The, the not fat kid anymore. Well, yeah, when the fat kid grows up, he's all handsome and rich. It's like, okay. <laughs> Which that actor is also a big crush, too. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, all right. So, fun facts. Woohoo. <laughs> all right. So, in the first, these are all the fun facts for the first movie. So, uh, Pennywise only has four minutes of dialogue. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, in the entire first film. Yeah. <laughs> Um, much of the comedic banter between Eddie and Richie was actually improvised, mm-hmm. which blows my mind because those <laughs> kids are hilarious. I mean, it doesn't blow my mind because kids are just so naturally funny. And just but... say what the hell is on their mind, usually. Yeah, they, they literally don't care. They have no filter, and it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And apparently there was a lot of improv throughout the rest of the film as well. It wasn't just Eddie and Richie, which I also think is cool. I love improv. Yeah, for somebody to be able to do something like that on the fly, it's, it's talent. Yeah, it's super impressive. Yeah. Bill Skarsgård was amazed at how talented the kid actors were. Like, he was, like, taken aback. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl who played Beverly had to stand on boxes in some of the scenes because she was the shortest of the cast. Oh. Which is interesting because like throughout the whole first movie like she's super tall compared to the boys so like yeah that yeah is. that blows my mind because isn't she older i thought so yeah i thought that she was a little older but i don't know um the teeth that bill Skarsgård had to wear for pennywise made him drool like crazy but the director liked this because it added to the ravenous nature of pennywise Ugh. that's kind of <laughs> i know <laughs> Georgie was the youngest of the cast and thought he would be terrified of Pennywise, but he wasn't as scared as he thought he would be, and he said that Bill Skarsgård was joking around all of the time. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. On his... (laughs) This one is hilarious. So, on his way to audition for Pennywise, Bill Skarsgård was wearing clown makeup, and he was practicing maniacal clown laughs as he would pass pedestrians on the street. Like, he would just, like, start laughing at them. (laughs) (laughs) appreciate that (laughs) i love that (laughs) all right so the second film 2019 these are those fun facts 
Um, Bill Skarsgård has stated that he had more fun on set during this movie because he was actually able to talk to and hang out with his adult co-stars. Skarsgård had minimal contact with his child co-stars in the first movie so that they would be more genuinely scared of Pennywise once they saw him. And he also had to calm them down after each shot. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but there was another fun fact that um, said that there was a scene where Pennywise was, like, in Eddie's face and Eddie was, like, screaming and, like, gasping for air because he was so scared of Pennywise for the scene. Mm-hmm. And then it's rumored that as soon as the scene wrapped, Eddie was, like, completely fine. And Bill thought that he would, like, have to apologize and calm him down. But Eddie was literally like, I like what you're doing with the character. And then just walked <laughs> away. <laughs> nice. Um, Isaiah. And what the heck is that last name? Isaiah Mustafa. <laughs> <laughs> went through Stephen King's novel. Oh, this is the guy that played Adult Mike. Mm. So Adult Mike went through Stephen King's novel eight times before filming so he could fully understand the character of Mike Hanlon. Mm. Bill Hader, on the other hand, who played Adult Richie, mm-hmm. had read the book as a child and refused to reread it, claiming that it was way too long. <laughs> Old you. Yeah, that thing is fucking long. All of the Stephen King novels are super ass long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I don't have the attention span. For good. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Skarsgård stated in an interview that even after filming had wrapped, he would have nightmares with Pennywise. And in these nightmares, he would have to battle Pennywise just as the characters in the film do. Really? So he's fighting himself, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Um, and then Pennywise only had seven minutes of dialogue in the second film, and that makes 11 minutes total between the two films. Wow. Which well, is mind-blowing, because they're so long. No, I'm sure he probably made the most money, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably. <clears throat> but he was also in uh, Stephen King's Castle Rock series. Did you watch that? I wanted to watch that. It's got two seasons, but I think he's only in the first one, if I remember correctly. I haven't read okay. that one fully. Okay. So there are, it's like it's like uh, since Stephen King's part of most of his movies, kind of like uh, what was it say, Stanley or whatever. Yeah. Like everything's connected apparently. Right. Like, yeah, the Pennywise verse is also somehow part of Castle Rock universe, and it's 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 kind of crazy how they like somehow connect them all together. Right, right. And I'm sure, I mean, I assume that, like, the Shining universe is connected somehow as well. And, like, the um, Doctor Sleep universe, maybe? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. And I saw Bill, the first time that I saw Bill Skarsgård was in that Netflix show, Hemlock Grove. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was really good in that. Yeah, he was. I watched Um, that one, too. Yeah, very good um yeah that is all i have but yeah um freaking i just i love richie because the kid that plays richie is that um nerdy kid in stranger things too Mm -hmm. oh my god i'm obsessed with that kid he is so freaking (laughs) funny and like if you watch that video that i sent you of like Mm -hmm. the the cast explaining what happened him and bill Hader are absolutely hysterical like you will die (laughs) definitely have to watch it after this Yes, yes, yes. But that is it for me. Okay. Well, that was good. That was good info. Good job. 
It was a very vague summary, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. well worth the watch on both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm tying it in with another killer clown of sorts. Yeah. The one only John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> so, he was an American serial killer and also rapist who took the lives of at least 33 young males in Cook County, Illinois, uh, burying most of them under his house. Other oh, bodies freak. were recovered. I know, right? <laughs> Other bodies were recovered from a nearby or from the nearby De Plains uh, River, and uh, sometimes he was known as the Killer Clown uh, for his habit of dressing in a clown costume and makeup because he actually like did get hired to parties and whatnot of that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, but Gacy had an abusive childhood and struggled with his homosexuality, which I feel like almost every serial killer has this type of like MO. And I guess that's what makes a serial killer. I don't know. Yeah. Almost every serial killer you find has some sort of traumatic childhood. Yeah. I mean, something's going to happen to make these people like click into a different mode. It's gotta yeah. Be- to like build that like inner like rage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gacy's murders weren't discovered until he, after he was convicted of a sexual assault in 1968. But for now, we're going to we're we're kind of jumping around a bit on this. But that's fine. Yeah, I like jumping. <laughs> so in 1968, he was convicted of a sexual assault. But in December of 1978, police uncovered the first of 29 bodies buried on um, his property. 26 were in the crawl space under his home in unincorporated Norwood Park Township and three more outside the house. Uh, which also, fun, which is crazy that we were doing this today. Uh, did you see the thing on Facebook? That, uh, uh, no. They identified another one of his victims today. What? Yeah, they today? just today. Yeah. So that makes 34? Uh, I, no, like they already had them, but they all weren't identified. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. They figured out who one of his victims were finally. And I'm sorry. My neighbor is revving their stupid for the truck. <laughs> Nobody cares about your tiny little dick. <laughs> so that's, it's fun when I'm trying to go to bed and that's all I hear. Anyway. So, <laughs> now we're going to go back to early life. So Gacy was born on March 17th, 1942 in Chicago, Illinois. He was the son of Danish and Polish parents, and uh, Gacy and his siblings kind of grew up with what is known as an alcoholic father who would actually beat the children with a razor strap if they were perceived to have misbehaved. So his father physically assaulted Gacy's mother as well. So nobody was left out in the assault. Yikes. <laughs> so Gacy's sister Karen would later say that the siblings learned to kind of toughen up against the beatings and that Gacy would not cry at all whenever he started huh. beating. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Gacy suffered further alienation at school as well. He was unable to play with other children due to a congenital heart condition that he had uh, that was looked upon by his father as like another failing aspect of his son. Like, I fail, or not I fail, but my son has failed me in a sense. Hmm. Yeah. So he really didn't have like the chance for a good life at all. So, right. Whatever. He later realized he was then attracted to men and experienced great turmoil over his sexuality. Sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Gacy worked as a fast food chain manager for a while during the 1960s and became a self-made building contractor and Democratic precinct captain in the Chicago suburbs in the 70s. Um, he was well liked in the community, which I feel like that's a thing of all these serial killers. They were a pillar. Yeah. Of it. It's just they're they're very good at creating a mask. People. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Gacy would organize cultural gatherings. Was active in the political organizations and the JC Civic Group. He was married and divorced twice. And he had two biological children, which the fact that he was able to even like, he figured out he's a homosexual, but yet he was still able to marry two women and have children. Well, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the whole American psycho thing. Like yeah. these killers or these people with like borderline personality disorders, like they have to overcompensate that like inner darkness with like putting on this insane like act their entire lives, you know? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, he has two biolog- biological children in addition to two stepdaughters. So Gacy was a member of a Chicago area Jolly Joker Clown Club. <laughs> that doesn't sound creepy at all. No, and he frequently performed in clown attire and makeup at children's parties, charity fundraisers, and other events as his alter ego, Pogo the Clown, or also known as Patches the Clown. That's but terrifying. Gacy wasn't a very good-looking guy. Like, um, it, maybe this was... I, I need to look at him in his younger years. But, like, when he was arrested, he was a bigger guy. Like, yeah. He fit a clown description because he was quite round and plump. Right. Which, I'm pretty sure we watched the Gacy movie in high school. I don't remember. What? Yeah, like, the back... How, whichever one that was. I think it was in history. Or social studies. One of the two. What? I'm pretty sure Mr. Banks let us watch that movie. Is that just an Illinois thing? I don't, it might be. I don't know. That's weird. I'm pretty sure we watched it in school. At least I remember. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's one of those planted memories and like it's not a real thing. Huh, maybe. Maybe. So anyway, the killer clown sometimes lured his victims with the promise of construction work or some other ruse, and then captured, sexually assaulted, tortured, and eventually strangled most of them with his hands or with a rope. So, in 1968, Gacy was convicted of the sexual assault of two teen boys and given a 10-year prison sentence. He was released on parole in the summer of 1970, but was arrested again the following year after another teen accused Gacy of sexual assault. So the charges were dropped when the boy didn't appear during the trial. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fishy. So Gacy had committed, <laughs> yeah, he committed his first murder on January 3rd, 1972. Um, his modus operandi would be to drive around town looking for young male runaways, ex-jailbirds, or even male prostitutes. Gacy's victims ranged in age from, this is disgusting nine to 20 years old nine yikes that's gross yeah yeah um he would flash them a badge or a gun pretending to be an officer of the law usually and arrest them i'm using air quotes and you can't see it but i am (laughs) (coughs) 
Didn't Ted Bundy pose pose as a police officer too? I believe so. Hmm. I don't remember. I'll have to look into it. Um, Gacy would then befriend them and offer to take them home where he sh- uh, to his place, not their home. Take them back home to his place, um, where he would show them tricks with magic handcuffs. But don't, don't ever let a stranger put magic handcuffs on you. No. Yeah, negative. <laughs> if they're fuzzy, that's another story. But if they're magic, <laughs> even if they're fuzzy, <laughs> hell no. I mean, only <clears throat> only do the fuzzy ones if it's with somebody you've known for a long time. Yeah. So. <laughs> God damn it! <clears throat> I'm dying. <laughs> I can hear that. Jesus Christ! Sorry. Okay, so once he had subdued his victim, he would torture, sodomize. And garrot them. And uh, what? Garrot. G-A-R-R-O-T-E. What the hell does that mean? I don't remember what it means. <laughs> Do I want to know what that means? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not if it came after sodomize. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I wrote these notes however long ago, like two, three weeks ago. So I don't remember. I don't <laughs> <clears throat> so then he would bury them in the crawl space beneath his house. When he ran out of space, he began to dump the bodies in the neighboring rivers. Uh, after he divorced his second wife in 1976, the killings kind of escalated from there. Because, uh, you know, nobody was home. Just him. So he could do whatever the fuck he wanted. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's fucking weird and crazy to think that some of the other killings happened while people were living in that house. Yeah. Like, I get he would put lie on them. Or lie? Is it lie? Uh, lime. Yeah, lime? So. It was either lime or lime. Yeah, it's one of the two. I can't remember which one it was, but he would put that on there to cover up the decomposition smell. But after a certain point, it ain't gonna fucking cover nothing up. Yeah, that's <laughs> always so confusing to me. Yeah. I, she just, he either had to be abusive as shit to her, or she was just dumb as fuck and didn't even like pay attention to anything. Just very, like, oblivious, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so, on October 25th, um, crazy, today's October 25th. <laughs> oh, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> that's the second coinkating, you know, that's happening. <laughs> um, in 1976, he committed a double homicide. He did a two-for-one. Um, <laughs> it's a two-for! <laughs> oh, my gosh, I shouldn't be joking about this. It's very morbid. I know. We always joke about it. This I know. Um, in December 1977 he actually let one of his victims leave after he had done with him which I'm not exactly Mm. sure if I go into why no I don't why he let him go who knows so by the middle of the 1970s two more young males accused Gacy of rape that's like Gary wow (laughs) and he would be questioned by the police about the disappearances of others uh gacy referred to this period of his life as the cruising years when he committed most of his murders yeah just cruising on through yeah so on december 12th 1978 he killed his 33rd and last victim a 15 year old boy named robert peast peist peist i don't know his name was robert um (laughs) Who lived in his neighborhood. This was Gacy's one big mistake. The victim had told someone he was going to see his contractor about a job and was never seen again. The contractor turned out to be 
the one and only Gacy. So when the police dropped by his house, they noted the smell, noticed the smell from the decomposing corpses underneath. Like, duh, I told you after a while. Yeah, you think? 20 some bodies, they're going to fucking smell. Uh, when they saw his police record, it wasn't really hard for them to like get a search warrant for the house or anything. So then, like I said before, a total of 29 bodies were extracted from the crawl space. Five had been uh, in the river nearby. We're still remaining unidentified. That has now changed to eight as of this morning. So hmm. Gacy was ju- uh, judged sane by the court psychiatrist and in 1980 was charged with 21 counts uh, or yeah, 21 counts of life for murders committed before June 21st 1977 when illinois reinstated the death sentence so for Mm. the 12 committed since then he got you know the death sentence Mm -hmm. so now we're going to go into like his trademark so he had the slicked back salt and pepper hair i mean like you know the epitome of like a polish looking person right chicago um extensive use of ruses cons scams to gain his victims trust and evading law enforcement um he was notorious for his unpredictable temper and rage issues he had a heavy frame like i had said before he had a thick chicago accent (laughs) pale blue eyes known for his very uh gregarious facade he would regularly hold extravagant neighborhood parties at his house which is also fucking ridiculous because there were bodies there like what yeah i don't know he would also be described as uh, a person who had what they called a shark's grin like i don't know like a shark but also like a shark like a gambling shark you know, yeah, like yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, you know, yeah. when you just like meet some people and they just have like that look and that smile, and you're just ugh, like you're creeped yep. out. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gacy's final meal, interestingly enough, was shrimp, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and French fries. What? <laughs> yep. That was- <laughs> uh, he also dabbled a little in oil paintings while he was in prison. <laughs> Take one wild guess at what you think Gacy painted. Clowns. He painted Disney characters like the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> he also he also painted Michelangelo's Pieta, or even silk portraits as Pogo the Clown. Huh. Uh-huh. After his execution, these paintings kind of became trendy with the collectors of things like that. Um director film director john waters and actor johnny depp are some celebrities who have his paintings what yep what yep no yep (laughs) why johnny (laughs) because he can why not (laughs) that's so weird i know i know um the prison where gacy was held is was actually being used for the uh fox's tv series prison break um He was raised as a Catholic, which is no surprise, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, At age 11, he was actually hit in the back of the head so hard it caused a blood clot in his brain. So this clot led to blackouts until it was discovered by doctors when he was 16. 
blackouts went away shortly after taking medication to treat the clot, but they still think there were other underlying issues. Boom. Norman Bates. Mm-hmm. Boom. He was active in, you'll get a giggle out of this, the Democratic Party. <laughs> Explains everything. I know, right? Oh, God. We're going to get canceled now. So, <laughs> probably. Who cares? His father was Polish. His mother was the one that was Danish. He actually had an IQ of 118, signifying near superior intelligence. That's also a common thing with serial killers, though. Yeah, they're super fucking smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because of this, after his execution, his brain was removed by Dr. Helen Morrison, who still has possession of it, and his body was then cremated and his ashes were claimed by his sister. And lastly, to finish off this lovely Pogo the Clown thing. Here are a few direct quotes from Mr. Gacy himself. Oh, God. Yes. I would definitely not be homosexual. I have nothing against what they do, and I don't deny that I've engaged in sex with males, but that I'm bisexual. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. That one mother of a victim, uh, that gets on television all the time who thinks I should get 33 injections. I think she ought to take 33 Valiums and go lie down. (laughs) That one's kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) The idea that I'm a homosexual thrill killer, that I stroll down the streets and stalk young boys and slaughter them. Hell, if you could see my schedule, my work schedule, you knew damn well that I was never out there. Uh, <laughs> okay. He just has some random ridiculous quotes, and so I just had to kind of so random. But that's all I have for you on Mr. John Wayne Gacy. Yay! Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was the only way we could really—he wasn't the inspiration for Stephen King's It, but we were right. tying in a killer clown with a killer clown. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The notorious Gacy. Yes. <laughs> all right. So. Hopefully you all enjoyed that. Hopefully you all had a good time. We hope to be recording another one here soon. Very soon, yes. Hopefully to come out on Halloween, but I'm not going to make any promises just in case shit happens. You never know. And so, yeah, that's all we've got for you. Try not to have a shit-tastic day. Yes! We'll see you all soon. Bye! Peace.